0: Welcome to New Shooter Canada. Please remember that the show's content and word pronunciation is simply the opinion of the host and their guests.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to New Shooter Canada. Episode what episode is this? 230? Yep, 231,
0: 230. Yep, 230. It's 230. Oh. 230. Wow. And it is our last episode of the year. And today I have with me Mike.
2: Hi, how are you?
0: Not bad. And we also have Thomas. Hi, Amanda. Hi. That's not so deep. (laughs) 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 And then we have Josh with me as well. Merry Christmas. There you go. No ball, no ball, humble. that's later. Okay. Sounds good. Well, welcome to our Christmas episode this evening. Uh, we're just going to sit here and enjoy ourselves, have a drink or two. Mm-hmm. If that's what we're into, uh, it's going to be a fun episode. So how about we get a kick started with what we did in done. So Thomas, why don't you uh, start us off?
1: Well, back to work this week, uh, still no rentals. We did do a few, a couple weeks ago, but we haven't done anything for think, two weeks now. Um, so it's I've been busy, been working in the gun shop. It's been crazy, but not too bad. I uh, sold a few guns, installed a few scopes. Um, the high-end Vortex stuff seems to be really popular right now. I've been selling a lot of those. And we got a bunch of those colorful Chiappa revolvers in. They look pretty interesting. And we also got some of those Taurus 1911s. But I haven't seen the uh, the Tracker ones yet. I would really like to. I really want to get my hands on a tra- uh, Taurus 22 Tracker revolver. They're they're a lot of fun. And I learned something new today. And I like I like learning something new. That's the one thing being the, about the sport. If you learn something new, it, it gets you excited cause especially when you're old like me. Um, <laughs> We we had a Brownie BLR come in, and it was in 358 Winchester. And it's an older caliber than I'm not, it's not very popular these days. Uh, we do order a few in each year, and we, we do order the ammo and two for customers that do have it. But I've never shot one, and none of the friends that I don't know have one or I hunt with them. But we have several more experienced hunters or customers, say the older guys, but the old guys have them because they were really popular 30 years ago. But what I've learned it's actually it's a 308 case necked out to 358 and you can get uh, 180 200 and 250 grain projectiles. So these these things are a really good bush gun. But with properly reduced loads from the reloading manual, you can also apparently make plinking rounds with 38 special and 357 bullets. So it makes a pretty versatile <laughs> rifle. I, I didn't know you could do that. And then I got something else I didn't I've never seen before. We got in a Savage 170 pump action 3030 30 um, that generated a lot of interest. You know, it was old and beat up, but Canadians and Americans still love their pump actions. And any used Remington 7600 that comes in, it gets bought in within 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 an hour. It's gone. So I, I enjoyed seeing the Savage because I've never seen something like that before. And I actually saw a Savage grill gun on Saturday as well too. I know I know there is such a thing as a Savage grill gun. Believe it or not. The Savage 24, you know, it's the over and under double barrel. I usually get a a rifle caliber on top and a shotgun on the bottom. The hardest one to find is the 22 Magnum over 20 gauge. And I've been looking one for my friend Terry for seven years, haven't been able to find one. And a guy comes in on Saturday, and he's looking for it he's got a group receiver, and he's looking for a mount for it. And both the owner of, my, of the store and myself looked at the gun. He goes, "That's that's pretty desirable." Um, unfortunately, I didn't have the part for the guy, but it was it was unusual seeing one, and it was in very good shape. So, you know, something like that, it would go easily well over a grand. It would go for double of what the the twenty four usually goes for. So, that it, it, it was kind of nice to see. I well I've always grand. wanted one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm very dis I was really excited when the new ones came out and I was very disappointed when I actually held one. They're
2: well the extractors are plastic. That uh, yeah, just between the plastic and it it's uh, what is it? It's a twenty two LR over four ten, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's not a twelve gauge. But a lot of times you can get rifle calibers, different
1: different gauges for shotguns, but the twenty two Magnum twenty is what the most popular so, and that's the one you never see. Usually it's always just a 22 long rifle. That yeah. was nice. That's about it. I haven't actually done any
2: shooting. Uh, what about you, Mike? Um, I haven't done any shooting. Um, the most I, uh, I could think of that I came up with was I sold some extra Campro bullets to a fellow revolver shooter that I no longer needed since I switched over to, uh, and I'm forgetting off the top of my head, the, the round node bullet that I found up here. So I sold him a bunch of my old Campro flat nose stuff. Cause I know I'm not going to use it. And I bought ammo from an estate of a friend um, that had passed recently. Uh, only buying ammo like this for components. Um, but it made me think a lot, you know, about, cause I was talking to the guy who was selling everything. He was a very nice person. Um, and he said that this was actually about the third time that he's done this. So you know, a friend or family member passes and oftentimes just the wife will call him knowing that he's into firearms and he'll come and take stuff away. And, you know, and he gives her, you know, whatever money she gets back. So he'd done this a few times and it just made me kind of think about my, uh, my air quote here, organizational system that I have for my stuff. And it just kind of made me think, oh, uh, just to make things easier. If something were ever to happen to me. You know, maybe maybe uh, maybe a reorganization is is in will be over the winter of my workshop area. But.
1: Well, at least at least if something does happen to you, Sarah's all set. She's got her licenses. She knows everything that she has to do. So,
2: well, I I imagine
1: she wouldn't have a problem.
2: Yeah, well, I mentioned this to Sarah, and the first thing she said is, well, it's not going to be my problem. That's going to be Mike's problem, our friend Mike, because she's just like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> going to bother dealing with all that stuff. I'm just going to send a friend that we know, that we trust, and just send him down there, and he'll figure it all out for her. So, oh, yeah,
1: that's what Terry do. She'd call my friend John and say, John, can you deal this with this for me? And, yeah, he would take care of everything for her.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, with all the things that I'm sure are going on at a time like that, the last thing you want to be, have to be like really concerned with is what's going on with their situation downstairs. Cause the last thing you want is to be in the middle of grieving and have the police banging on your door, you know? So it's happened. Oh, I, I don't it's doubt happened. it. I don't doubt it. Yeah. So how about you, uh, Josh, Amanda, whoever up next. Sorry, Josh. I missed that. Yep.
3: That's fine. Uh, Amanda, well, you had something to say first.
0: Well, I, did. I guess I did. But uh so apparently I spoke too soon about buying more guns.
3: Did anybody hear her say that? <laughs> make that statement on the previous episode? I, I know yeah, nothing. I nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can bleed the fifth there, Thomas, but I believe Mike was present for the comment, so. <laughs> so
3: So a gun hobby can be expensive, as we all know. But usually it's just one of the two in the relationship that's really into it. But I mean I guess Sarah shoots. So. He has fire pals. I mean, there's a little bit of that, but it's mean it's, as part as really being into it. I usually just won in the relationship, but it's it's definitely more fun this way. But it, it gets expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I was, uh, I was chatting with uh, my friend Jeff, and all of a sudden he loops me into a group conversation, and he was talking to one of his old high school friends, and uh, he I guess needed to free up some cash because he's doing some uh, new business venture, and uh, he had a whole bunch of guns that he's trying to sell. And what really caught my eye was this Tokarev, and we had just done the Surplus episode, and I thought, "Well, this is perfect timing. It's just all falling together. I got to, I got to get this." One. And uh, it's a Russian 1945 with wood grips. I, I've seen, I've seen wood grips before, but I don't, I don't think they're super common, so that's kind of interesting. Usually, it's kind of like that, that plastic with the star in the middle, but yeah, these are kind I of have. a checkered, checkered wood. Which kind of looks neat, I think. Um, And it came with 1,200 rounds of ammo and three extra bags. So I thought that was a pretty awesome deal. I couldn't pass it up. So, of course, I show Amanda and I'm trying to get approval and make sure everything's cool. And uh, so she looks over my shoulder and she's like, What's that? I like that. I want that. What is that? (laughs) So she sees in the the picture next to the Tokrev is a a SIG P226. And uh, so we start talking about that. And somehow we got roped into the whole package, big package, <laughs> big package deal. You save more money that way.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if you,
3: if it's you like buy Costco. everything in the store,
0: <laughs>
3: that's kind of what it felt like. We we're definitely buying in bulk. <laughs> so somehow we wound up. We got the the 6 and its case, uh, two holsters, uh, a belt, four mag pouches, eight mags, 1,200 rounds of 9mm, and uh, some kind of target laser trainer thing, an eye target haven't heard of it um i googled it and it looks kind of cool you do it with your iphone you can put the laser in the gun i think and it tells you where you're aiming so yeah. i thought that was kind of neat so yeah so so no more guns this year we've, <laughs> we've only got two more weeks left <laughs> I was gonna,
2: I, I, is, is that a time constraint or because you bought two?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness well we were looking at that pc carbine i don't know who posted there
3: me <laughs> oh, but it was
0: you okay and i'm sitting there going oh that's because that's on our wish list too. And I, hey Josh, I, I, uh... I, have yes 20,
1: I have a Walter P20. I have a Walter P22 22 pistol. I'll give it to you for 300 bucks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thomas. Okay,
1: we'll chat up. <laughs> There's still two, weeks uh, left.
0: still two weeks left. Yeah, add another one to the mix, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i'm I'm honestly excited for the the sig. Uh, I love the look of the polished stainless steel, and I like the idea that it was a second gun, so we could compete together without trading off. Um, but I'm curious to see how the gun fits in my hand as I was watching more YouTubes. Like I know it's an older style gun. It was used in the u s. Marines if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it I, I'm just I was looking at some of the guys' hands and they're humongous, so I was just like, Uh uh-oh. How how is it going to fit for me? I don't think you're going to like
3: it.
0: You don't think so? No. Oh, oh, so you can hang on to it. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Because that was his thing. He goes, well, what if I like it better than my grand power? And I'm like, "Uh
1: uh-huh. No. You might be able to get slim grips for it too, though, eh?
0: Well, I was wondering that too, if I could be able to do that. So, I mean, and worst case scenario, if we don't like it, though, we can resell it because we did get such an amazing deal on it i know that we can and i mean as much as i said no yeah, I more guns think, well
3: we probably won't make money but we can get our money back
0: yeah well that's what i mean yeah. but i in the end i know i said no more guns but that was a deal that you we couldn't pass up well it with was,
3: the ammo too the ammo is a great deal
0: so. the ammo was an amazing deal yeah. all in its own we know you're going to use it so yeah. i'm not yeah. too concerned about that so. so
3: it kind of brought up a, a question that Probably Mike and Sarah have have wrestled with. I mean, I mean, you both you both have your restricted licenses, but obviously the guns have to be in only one person's name. Is there any way that you can you can share a gun, even just like for an event, for like, can you transfer it for like a day? <laughs> if it's a spouse, so, is there anything any kind of loophole?
2: So this is, you gotta bring him. Can't back. do a
3: single now, thing. With it.
2: This was super you gotta bring them with it's you. ridiculous. Yeah, this was super annoying because yeah. uh, I think it was when Harper changed the whole pile of things, and for the most part, he made the ATT system better. But one of the things they got rid of is you used like I used to be able to transfer any firearm that was legally stored at my address to the range and back. So based under that kind of wording, I could take Sarah's guns because they were started in this address. I have approval from Sarah and I'm just going to the range and back. Um, But now, technically, yeah, if I want to shoot one of Sarah's guns, then Sarah would have to come with me. Because she's the only one who's legally allowed to transport them.
3: I mean, really, we're not even supposed to have them in the same safe.
2: No, they they can be in the same safe. It's just yeah,
1: transportation man. is different than storage.
2: Yeah. It, it doesn't change your, your storage. It only changes your transportation.
1: Now, since Amanda does not have a restricted status, she cannot have no. access to the safe. I have my
3: own safe <laughs> that I have access to.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I, yeah so that's it, perfect. That's perfect. That's, that's the way to do it. But until she actually yeah. gets her status, she can't even have access to the safe. Yeah, and
0: even so, I... Like, and even then, we'll
1: see. Uh, <laughs> Someone's being a smart-ass over here. Well, see, I, I got it the best, because my safe is down in the basement. There's 17 steps, and my wife's in a wheelchair, so she's never yeah,
3: getting down no.
2: there, unless I push her, right? So. <laughs> in which case, she'll probably go to that safe and take something out, and you better start running. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, i think the p226 is a great gun that is actually the gun that i started out competing with i i can't really speak on the hand sizing i don't think i have very big hand i have about medium to smallish size hands and i always liked it one of the biggest changes like biggest upgrades for me when i got my p226 was to get the e2 grips they're just like a, they're just a new grip you can get for your gun. There's not a lot of options I found for the P226. And that's just because of the way the frame is designed. Like it's steel frame. So you can't really make it any skinnier um, as opposed to like a Glock where you could literally like grind away on it. Um, so like, you can't really make it any smaller, but I found the E2 grips made a huge difference in like how it just sits in my hand. So if yeah. it's close, but not perfect, that might be the the ticket for you. Yeah. A lot of people said yeah. they
3: recommend upgrading the trigger too. Did you do anything with that?
2: Um, I I changed out springs on it. I think they I, like, said a short reset trigger. Yes, I yeah, got the.
0: Personal, yeah, right. So.
2: Yeah, there's a short. It's been so long since I've done it. Yeah, I, I remember now that you mentioned it. Yeah, there is a short reset trigger kit, and I know that at a certain point in time, all guns start like all their guns just started coming with them, and. <laughs> Yeah, and then I upgraded to the E2 grips. I don't think I ever did anything to my sights. And then the only thing, other thing I would have done is changing out springs. But I only would have done that if the short reset trigger didn't come with its own set. And I don't remember if it did or not.
1: The grips make a big difference because yeah. they're a lot more aggressive in your hand. Yeah. Look, it just
2: sits in your hand with those grips. Yeah. Looking at the picture of the grip from your picture, it kind of looks like those might be the E2 grips already.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah.
2: So if you I haven't think. held it, then it could be good. If you've already held it and said you don't like it, then uh.
3: well, that's
2: that's the other thing that makes me a little
3: nervous. All of this is sight unseen, but at least if someone who is yeah, when you get
1: yeah, when you get the gun, take the grips off and you'll see where the grips are. And I may be curious on the Tokarev, take the grips off on on that one and see if there's any markings on the grips. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, maybe in really Russian. Excited. But <laughs> so yeah. what
3: uh, so what made you get away from the, the Sig? I got a revolver and fell in love with revolvers. Okay, <laughs>
0: fair enough.
3: Well, but now you've got the steel frame off.
2: Wanna... Uh, yeah, that just, that all just came from, like, the 226 is a great handgun. It is great, but it is not the most competitive handgun for the games I play.
3: Okay. So because I, of the well, double action, or what is it?
2: Um, Honestly, the single to double never bothered me, because it's one of those things that, like, you practice it when you, like, you're going to practice it a bunch when you first get it, especially like especially if you're going to actually take it to a match and like shoot that first shot, double action. Um, Dry fire, fire. (laughs) But to be honest, like even way back then, and I didn't have nearly the dry fire regiment. I do now, even back then I got to the point where very quickly, you know, you're running through a state. You're so focused on everything else, whether your trigger is eight pounds or 10 pounds, or whether you pull it, you know, a half inch versus three quarters of an inch, it all just kind of gets, you know, muddied in the water because you're so focused yeah. on that, so many other things going on. Yeah. Yeah. I nice. <laughs> but I did yeah. like the trigger. I thought it had a very good trigger. So. Yep. You sold it? Nope. I still have it. Oh, okay. I don't sell okay. guns. That's, that's great. right. Well, that's what I thought, but I just making sure. <laughs> yeah. Nope. It's still sitting. Oh, in the well, well, it was my first nine millimeter. So like, uh, can I ever get rid
0: of it? There you go. I still have
1: my first nine millimeter.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't usually have... only sell the guns that I win. I don't usually sell the guns that I actually buy.
2: Yeah, and well, and I I wanted this gun, and I still want it. Like I still like it, right? I just yeah. it's just not competitive for the games I play, and that's why I don't use it very much anymore.
0: I, that I find that the sights it's are very bad. very high. But, um, yeah, I could see that, but I like that about. I think I, that's what I like about it. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Just something that's more visual for me while I'm learning, I think, would mm-hmm. be the best idea. And we'll just kind of go from there. But I love that Josh just made such a claim on it. I Yeah, I know it goes in his name. But you know <laughs> what? This guy had a stomachache for two days after all the money we spent on the guns and stuff. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, it's okay. I'm signing the check. Uh, I'll have it uh, transferred into our account uh, in three days. And he's just like, Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, that's a lot of money.
2: W- was, it, was it spending all the money or was it not having the money and worried about losing the deal?
0: Uh, No, no, we have the money. Oh, it, wasn't, okay. it wasn't an issue because, uh, like I say for this stuff, but it wasn't in our hobby account, if you will. Okay. I, kinda, I went into an outside savings to do it, but I just I couldn't walk away from a deal like that. There was just no way. Yeah. And not an opportunity where we would get all of that again. And it's mm-hmm. basically competition ready for like if I wanted to do the like the rock. Oh, uh, you, gotta, you got the. the, the, the whole it, yes, thing. exactly. It's eight megs. Eight, eight megs. yeah, Yes, so I thought that that was amazing. So uh, I'm like, yeah. how how can I walk away from that? Why would you walk away from that? Mm-hmm. And you, I'll let you have your Tokarev because it completes your trifecta. You'll
3: let okay. me. You'll
0: let me have my. <laughs> I will let you.
1: It was my turn next. And so just, now, if if, but if the tables table, table, were turned and Josh wanted the new gun, would 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 this have happened?
3: <sighs> well, it's funny because all the guns that I pick
1: are way less money
3: than the ones that she picks. That's because Amanda can spot quality. <laughs> yeah. I love it.
0: I love it.
2: That's I what I tell myself thing. when I buy something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> In the end, though, you know what? I'm excited. We have we're sitting here like ducks waiting for the gun. Of course, like will we get it for Christmas? Probably not, but we'll we'll find out. So speaking yeah. of Christmas, gentlemen, it's our Christmas holiday shenanigans episode. So let's eat, drink, where's, and be where, merry.
1: Where's George? We need George for shenanigans. I don't I'm not know. George for not showing up.
0: Jeez, George.
1: He didn't make a single George. comment on your Chat.
0: No, yes, no, he's been MIA, no. but you know what? I know he's been a busy guy, so we'll, we'll, we'll cut him a little slack. But yes, it would be a lot more for shenanigans, but let's uh, let's try and make the best of it. And uh, how about Mike? What are you eating or drinking this episode?
2: Well, I forgot to grab myself a drink, but I literally finished just finished my Swiss La um, uh, Festive special. So <laughs> that's <laughs>
0: wicked. Yeah. Oh, oh wonderful. How about you
1: there, Thomas? I'm having bubbly sparkling water. This is about the strongest beverage I drink. And I made myself a pepperoni pizza when I came home. That's about it. <laughs>
3: <I'm doing> that <laughs> so I, was
1: the, I was at the dog park for three hours. I've ex- exhausted Brownie. She's on the couch. She's just out like a light. She ran solid for three hours. So I came oh. home, make myself something to eat. And Terry didn't want pizza. So I had to make something else for her and something for me. So it's been a busy day at the park.
0: Yeah, I have to work
1: maybe. tomorrow, so it'll be early night tonight at least.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I was sitting here. I've been home almost all week, and I've been trying to bake cookies. And for the life of me, do you think I ever had any time? No. So, <laughs> uh, was it like an hour before our, the episode? I ran to the grocery store, <clears throat> grabbed ourselves some uh, Christmas meringues here and some eggnog with some whiskey, and that's what we're – we're having tonight, gentlemen. So coffee flavored
2: whiskey.
0: Coffee flavored whiskey. And it's oh, delicious.
2: That sounds fantastic. Oh,
0: it's really I good.
2: I'm gonna be sick. Oh god. Coffee <laughs> flavored <Sorry, laughs>
1: <Thomas.
0: laughs> Oh my goodness. What a way yeah. to wreck coffee. <laughs> oh coffee flavored whiskey. And pouring it in eggnog. <laughs> if, if, you know what? It's more like a lique- oh, the pouring <laughs> into
1: eggnog. Oh my god, I puke.
0: Oh no it's it's really really good. <laughs> It's too I good. Have
1: bad eggnog memories.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: It's my favorite nog.
0: Is it? Is it your favorite nog? Yeah. Oh, for goodness' sake. Well, so I would love to hear what it is that you guys do for the holidays and such. So, uh, what are your plans? So, Josh, what are the plans for this holiday? Whatever you take <laughs> me. Well, we, uh, it's gonna move. be a. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a weird year because this is the year where we are kidless um, or childless until the afternoon of Christmas Day when I get my boys uh, and then we get the girls early Boxing Day. So we're going to do our our whole Christmas thing on Boxing Day. Uh, We have dinner at my mom's on Christmas Day. And then uh, I guess we're off to leamington for new year's to yep, see new grandma Year, and new year's eve. get new year's eve and spending the weekend and if my sister can cross the border then hopefully she'll be coming to visit but at this point i'm not too sure if that's going to happen
3: so i'm going to work a little bit in between
0: yeah yeah you he's on call for christmas eve and on christmas call Day. christmas
3: eve and christmas
2: morning <laughs> Ooh, ooh. i mean get it out of the way when you have a kidless year, because the last thing you and want that, is like opening presents and being like oh i gotta go to work like
3: and i yeah. and i jumped on it because I'm, it's my it's back. my first christmas at this company and i thought okay i'll bite the bullet and it worked out because of the kids i thought okay if i'm gonna do it that's the time i don't want the stats because we're off the monday and tuesday for the so i didn't want
1: that because i'll have the kids and yeah so yeah started. yeah the new the newbies always have to work the holidays at first
0: Yeah, well, even so, like, I don't mind that you do it every other year, because someone's going to do it. Yeah, it it
3: freed me up for New Year's, so that's Um, good.
0: Yeah, totally. So, I mean, but I think the thing is, for us to create, you know, this is the time where mostly empty nesters be thinking about stuff to do for their Christmas childless, so we're kind of at a loss of what kind of traditions we can create for ourselves, so do you guys have any ideas?
2: Like yeah, for no kids, go wild
0: go wild
2: <laughs> do some i would I would guess do something that you can't do with the kids, but I mean I also don't know what's open on uh, leading up to it. I mean, you could go to the casino, I don't know <laughs> go to I a bar love that. yeah,
0: yeah, that's true too. But yeah. uh, You know, I would say our biggest thing when the kids aren't here, because we do have every other weekend without them, is being able to cook whatever we want without complaint. <sighs> so normally, that's exactly what I'd be doing. But uh, I think we're going to just keep it nice and light because we don't know if he's going to get call- called out at any moment. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah. And I think if it wasn't COVID, yeah, absolutely. I would go to a restaurant that's open Christmas Eve early. Yeah. You know, eat something and you know not have to worry about anything like that. Grab a pint and yep. home. You know, I, I think we're kind of home buddies. I think maybe we go to the range. Maybe that's what we we'll do. <laughs> yeah. No
2: one's be
0: there. <laughs>
2: that's a great so, idea. Um, I do
1: that often because yeah, it's fun. it's dead on Christmas Christmas Day and, and Christmas Eve, New Year's Day. There's nobody
2: at the range. Ooh. New Year's Day or New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. Huh. i was gonna say new year's day it makes a lot of sense because probably everyone's hung over no one wants to hear the gunshots going off <laughs> no
0: no oh. how about you mike what's your your uh, holidays looking like
2: does mike even like christmas <laughs> do i even like christmas is, <laughs> i am insulted that you even suggested that i need to send i need to send you a picture of my house Please, I can, I, see like to... I can see it from here. Don't
0: worry. I want to compete. Who you know? I love Christmas. So
2: you tell. Know. Well, um, with it being a week away from Christmas, our seasonal activities are underway. Um, we already have the tallest tree we've ever had yet in our house, all set up and decorated. Um, so how tall is that? Uh, it's somewhere between eight and nine feet.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I don't know if Sarah posts any pictures, but like, I have an eight-foot ladder, and I don't think it gets to the top. Like, I have to like be reaching up over it to get to the star. Um, oh, well, see, I guess. Which, which I do not like doing that. But, uh <laughs> but yeah. So we got our biggest tree um, this week coming up. Sarah and I will start our uh, annual gingerbread house building contest. Um, the contest started years ago before or we even had kids, uh, we will post pictures online on Facebook. And what we do is somewhere around Christmas day, we'll go through everyone's comments where they pick, you know, between the two houses. We don't let you know which house is yours. And we figure out who wins the challenge based on people's votes. So this,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. so this year, uh, my daughter told me that she's going to be on Sarah's team because she wants to be on the quote unquote girl team. And uh, in the other corner will be the undisputed house builder, decorator of this household. In other words, me, uh, in other words, the winner this year again. So yeah, we, I might be in a competitive family. Pardon me? So you've
0: already claimed the title. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: You definitely yeah. won last year. The one you did last year was very good.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, well. I recall it being pretty awesome. So.
2: Yeah. Well, I feel like every year uh, we kind of Sarah and I push each other to make a bigger and bigger, bigger and better house every year. So it's uh, always interesting to see what we'll come up with this year. Um, But besides that, uh, we'll probably go do some Christmas light viewing. And as always, we always watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation on Christmas Eve. And sometimes I make it through the movie. Sometimes I fall asleep in the intro song. (laughs) It depends on my work schedule.
3: <laughs>
2: so like, did you cut your tree down
3: from your own property? or?
2: Uh, no, we went to a tree farm. There's a, there's a small, or well, it's not small. It's a huge tree farm out in a small town called Pakenham. And it's almost an hour away. And we've tried going to other tree farms. And for us, we are willing to drive an hour to go get our tree because we want a good tree. Can you cut it yourself there or buy it off them? Of? cut it down. And I and I use a handsaw too. I don't even use a chainsaw. This is how you. This is Christmas, man. You don't mess with Christmas. You do it the traditional way. You can use a chainsaw when you get home. That's fun. But when you're there, no, you use a handsaw. Well,
0: we so with the tried. Christmas
2: trees place, do they have bonfires and hot chocolate for the kids? Uh, they have bonfires. I don't know. I think usually they have hot chocolate, but I think a lot of that like food kind of stuff went out the window with COVID COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they have playgrounds. Uh, I'm trying to remember if they had reindeer this year, they have like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, uh, you know, one of those things that you ride down on like a wire, like on a rope, like you hold on to a handle and you ride down. They had, uh, I remember randomly seeing like a basketball toss thing. They have a whole pile of stuff for the kids. And, oh, and of course you have to get on a wagon where they pull you out with the tractor to actually go and get your tree and get back in. So, That's always fun, too.
0: Well, we definitely checked out this uh, Benjamin tree farm, and we wanted to do that this year. But unfortunately, Josh was on call the weekend that we decided to go get the tree. And uh, you got a couple calls that that day. So we ended up just picking up one locally. And, I mean, I was very surprised, very pleased with how big and, like, I think we got an eight-footer. and and it's nice and fat and but the bristles are soft or the the needles are soft so i'm i'm very pleased with it because i have my old tree which i've always done artificial Um, my family has always done artificial and i spent a good penny on the one that i have in the other room
3: we have two christmas trees mike how many do you have
0: yes
2: um define christmas tree because if you're including fake ones who i have to go <laughs> around my house and actually count them from where i'm sitting in my basement i can see one without even look trying
0: <laughs> uh, well wait I, I have two full ones but i don't think you'll beat my my aunt debbie she's got 12
2: oh wow yeah, wow, that, yeah that that might that be probably... a little much
0: a little much yeah yeah she's got different themes for each one we saw what was that family that has over 400 christmas trees in their home like
3: three in the bathroom
0: yeah three in the bathroom it was just insane it was a really cool star wars one i i was definitely intrigued by that but i could not believe it but yeah i love christmas trees this is my first live one this year though so oh, we have yeah, one in the dining, one in the, the living room. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm really happy with the live tree. I would do it again. Yeah. That's
2: I have really cool. only, I have only ever had a live tree.
0: Hmm. So. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, anything? That,
2: that, that's most of our Christmas tradition besides, you know, the usual watching a ton of Christmas movies and TV shows, but that's about it.
0: All right. What about you, Thomas.
1: Well, usually what we do is we rotate families every year. So one year I'll be with my family, and one day one year to her family. But with COVID and being retired, we've lost track. I, we don't know which family whose turn it is this year, so we've given up on that. And we we haven't put up a Christmas tree since 2003. And the reason I know it was 2003 because I actually went up and got another tree, and when I pulled out the ornaments, so there was a letter from a, a dear friend of mine, and it was postmarked 2003. So anyway, I decided this year I can. I'm going to put a tree up. I want I wanted some Christmas tree, so I went up and I bought a, I bought a new tree. And then my sister gifted me my dad's Christmas village train set, which was massive and a lot bigger than I expected. I was expecting you know just one of those small little trains to go around. You no, know, this thing's a complete village. He bought like three times the track, all the villages, everything. So I sort of get it set up in a Reader's Digest version now, just going under the tree. So I just have the train going in a few villages, but it looks really nice. You know, I've got the the poly down there, so it looks like snow and everything. Um, the animals have knocked the tree, haven't knocked the tree over yet, but Brownie has stolen a few of the little figurines in the small trees. So, but the tree is still up. I expect it to be down by now with three cats and the dog. But that's about it. Um, but that's, that's about the only thing new this year. I'm just, I was, I, I'm, I needed that Christmas spirit, and putting the tree up did it.
0: Oh, I'm glad that that worked out because it really gigs. Get- gets- Yeah, I find decorating the tree is just, like, a monumental thing. Now, I have to say, I I am uh, a bit of a, what would you say? I I was Obsessive? Obsessive, yes. I'll say I'm obsessive, because I have my pretty tree in one room, and then this other room was supposed to be the kid-decorated tree, but I wouldn't let them touch it until I put the ribbon and the lights on. And then... And then
3: you went and moved, like... 60% 60
0: percent of what they put on. Yeah, I, I let them, yeah, I let them kinda go at it, but I was having a bit of a heart attack as they were all moving stuff around. So it's just like nope, nope, nope. I I gotta make this this is not what I had in mind. <laughs> so I, I ended up redoing it a bit. But I mean they did pretty good. It, I tried to They get were them-
3: here. They were. they were definitely here.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of fun, I think. But I mean and they didn't say anything about me moving. They didn't get mad, so it was just I don't know. I I personally so really. So it had it. to
1: be perfect, and you had to readjust everything so it was perfect.
0: Well, yeah, because everything's about balance. Like when I buy <laughs> like certain ornaments, I'm like, okay, so I buy about 12 of this and and 10 of these or 12 of these. So the idea is that it's it's sporadically <laughs> and looks full, but you know you know I don't want two big massive snowflakes beside each other. No, thank you. Or, you know, we bought, it, the one that's in our, our living room here is a gnome tree. So this was all a really fun tree to do. We have a gnome sitting up at the top. And, uh, you know, lots of uh, woodland creatures. And it's just, it was a, a lot of fun to do. But, and the idea that I like this one was this is where all the kids' crafts, like the ornament crafts can go on. Because I think it's a good but I mean that's that's just me. So I come from a family where we at least put up two to two to four trees a year, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, you know, my mom had like a black spindly like pencil tree and then a brown one and then a snow covered one and yeah, we we have lots of fun. So and my mom changes up her themes every year. So I'm not quite that rich, but one day, Wait. one day.
1: Technically I have two trees because so I do have a, a tree outside and I did put lights on it Ooh. every year and I did decorate that tree, but I didn't, I don't, what we had is my, my mother-in-law had this little, you know, those ceramic trees, those green things, that, the little clear plastic bulbs you put in. That's all yeah. we used for got you.
0: got one in the dining room. We got two. <laughs> we got yeah. one. My mom made one and then he's got one from, um, wherever you got it. So yeah, <laughs> those are fun. Those are well, I, I, it's not Christmas I, I hate them. it
1: because it's got such sentimental value to Terry. If I yeah. ever drop it. So when I bring this thing up, it's all it's it's like it's like bomb proof. And when I put it away, it's bomb proof. So I'm so worried <laughs> of breaking this stupid thing. Because it means so much to her. Right? Her mother made it and her mother's been gone for a long time. So Yeah. I'm glad it's put away this year. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's smart. I and same with mine. My mom made the one that I have. And um you know it is definitely like an 80s thing maybe a little older but i like i know back in the 80s or early 90s is when this these, these all came into fashion oh right? yeah they're all,
1: they're all taking pottery classes and, and yeah this arts and crafts stuff and i yeah that was really popular
0: yeah very very popular <laughs> yeah but the whole story behind it was the same reason right yeah. like it was a sentimental value to a client of his and it got damaged during a a flood or whatever so he tried to buy one to replace it and she was just like but it's irreplaceable so he ended up keeping it and i think it's really cool so i don't know (laughs) just the way it goes so so anyways moving forward gentlemen um do you have a favorite holiday tradition that you've had over the years
3: I don't know. Josh where, Josh, why don't you start? Well, I mean I'm looking forward to new traditions. Yeah. Um, we always used to have uh, rack lead on Christmas Eve, which was always like a really fun kind of dinner that takes a long time to eat and you have lots of time to drink wine and I don't know, do you do you guys know what that is? Nope. It's like a it's kind of a Swiss thing. It's like a <clears throat> it's like an electric burner, like an electric frying pan with Little sections below where you can melt cheese. So top, you can cook your meat and vegetables, and melt cheese down below. And then when your meat's ready or your veggies are ready, you can pour the melted cheese on, and just kind of all do it together at the table. Kind of like a
0: different version of fondue. A little little bit like. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say this sounds like a fondue. Yeah, Yeah.
0: but it's not because it's not a prepared like cheese liquid. Yeah,
3: you Uh, just you just cut pieces of. cheeses and melt them in the little fans.
0: yeah
3: <clears throat> and then yeah. you can pour them on it's, it's kind of a neat uh, family thing where you can just sit and talk. And
1: it. uh, sounds like something you care or would like yeah
0: mm-hmm.
3: well that's, that's one thing i always like to do and then christmas morning cinnamon buns and coffee and then caesar's at breakfast and seems like most of the things that i like are food related so <laughs> <laughs> um i always like to have a, a real tree like mike um when I grew up I, I grew up with my grandparents and my grandma always had this tree it was you know the standard old crappy fake tree where it was like a, a green painted broomstick with coat hanger wire sticking out of it it was just off but I hated it so much and then so now I always have a real tree so
2: I can have the best
3: best experience with it that's but yeah that's about it for me
0: um Mike what about you
2: uh, my favorite tradition is giving gifts. I love finding that perfect gift that people will love. Oh, now, man, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> pardon me? Looking forward to it. Well, then you should have said, you should have waited until I said the second part of this. Oh, this, okay. <laughs> this year, I feel like I haven't done a great job, though. Like, I think I got people gifts that they will like, but not necessarily gifts that they're going to love. So that's a little bit of a disappointment this year, but that's just kind of the way the cookie crumbled this year. But do you think that has a
0: lot to do with COVID or do you think that had to do with just really bad planning?
2: (laughs) Bad, bad planning and just not having. So I actually thought of, well, what I thought was a fantastic idea. So I bought it. And I bragged to Sarah that I had already done her. And then I talked to my mom and my mom said, hey, I found this thing. I think I think Sarah would love it. So I bought it for her. Oh, I, no. She just bought me the same thing or she just bought Sarah the same thing that I bought her. So instead oh, of no telling more. my mom that, I just figure I'll return mine and I'll find something else for Sarah. So that kind of pinched me into a situation where my one good or not my one, but my, my best idea, the idea that I was excited about kind of you know, went down the drain before it even started. So, oh, no. yeah.
0: Sorry, Right. So that's yep.
2: funny. Yep. I think the kids will still be really excited about their presence. though. so I'm still happy about that.
3: Is it stuff they have asked for? Or stuff that you... Uh,
2: well, yeah. It's st- well, what I got my daughter, she had asked for and my son, I mean, he doesn't ask for anything. I don't think he really understands what's happening yet. So. Oh, gotcha. yeah. Yeah.
0: Very good. Mm-hmm. What about you, Thomas? Favorite tradition?
1: Oh, my favorite tradition used to be um, my sister Crane had two beautiful kids, nephew, um, my nephews Brendan and Casey, and we used to do, we used to always stay overnight Christmas Eve, uh, so we could watch the kids open their gifts in the morning, and it was always, you know, wonderful to share that excitement every Christmas morning. Um, these days, I have a bunch of great great nieces and nephews, so the tradition hasn't happened for a while. But my uh, nephew, Brendan, just had a little girl. So hopefully, another couple of years, maybe we'll be able to crash over Brendan's place and continue the tradition. But I st- my favorite part is actually seeing the little kids. We'll go over to uh, Terry's sister, and we still have a little bit older, uh, ne- greater nephews and nieces over there. So we get to see, not Christmas morning, but it's still nice to watch the little kids open the presents. That's my favorite part. That's
0: awesome. Well, I was thinking, now that you guys were all talking about food, or Josh was talking about food, our favorite breakfast has always been eggs benedict with smoked salmon um my dad makes it every christmas morning and i really love it but we eat a lot of eggs benny and i feel like we need to do something a little bit different this year so we'll see but um some of my favorite things are going to tour to see christmas lights um that's always been a thing that my parents always did even when we were poor uh like like that's it was something to do that didn't cost any money, and we just drive around and look at everybody else's displays and really kind of get into the whole theme and put on some Christmas music and sing sing carols. So um, nice segue. Very funny.
2: Have you ever uh, tried caroling, like actually going door to door caroling?
0: No. I I would be
2: as <laughs> much as as much, I as, over the as, right
0: much <laughs> as I enjoy singing. I need to be prepared, and that's I have not done that. I could do that, but it's funny because like my boys aren't really into singing. I guess sneak a bit, but I'm trying to get your girls to sing to me, and they don't want to sing. And I don't understand it. It's very hard. (laughs) But it's something that I really enjoy doing. So I was asking like Cece, what what do you like to sing? What's your favorite song? I don't know. I like all of them. Well. You know, give me your top five, and we'll sing it. And she's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Great." But uh, another tradition I like to do is uh, making uh, oli bolin. Now it's typically a New Year's tradition, uh, and I think we had this conversation last year. Loosely translated, is called oily balls. Okay, <laughs> but it's like it's almost like an apple fritter. That's
3: my favorite tradition.
0: Like deep fried. <laughs> Donut, almost yes. I I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, but it's um comes from the Dutch culture. So you give it for like sweet beginnings for the new year, right? And you you usually make it and you give it to your neighbors. And I had Dutch neighbors, and they started giving me a batch every year. So like, oh, I got to do this again. So finally got a good recipe and started making my own. And I've been doing it for about four years now, and I i will continue to do so i usually like to make it between christmas and And then really and truly i just love being in environment environments with like christmas feel so like our living room or sitting room is like my favorite place to be because we have two big bay windows that look out into the nature we got a nice beautiful gas fireplace a big christmas tree and a big um sectional sofa that we just sit and lounge in like favorite favorite thing honestly Mm -hmm. so uh like I mean I like opening up presents with my kids but I have to say it's starting to get hard I find with the older ones um like my oldest son is a little unexpressive if you will and I just I have a little bit of trouble reading him and so, I don't get that that same excitement, whereas if Nico opened a present, it's a lot of fun, but he's also the one that you gotta tell him to stop because he's gonna be like ripping up the presents like <laughs> like moving on to the next one, not looking at who's whose it is or something like that, right?
2: yeah, so. yeah it's not hard. I, it's hard to see who it's from, yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes I swear I could just wrap like a hundred presents, just all the Amazon boxes that Sarah gets, just wrap them all in presents and just put the kid name on them and they will just open them up. They probably won't even look at the box. They'll just be so excited. They'll open the next box and not even realize they just <laughs> opened an empty one. And I think, yeah. man, they would be, they would have the time of their life if they just spent all day opening up boxes, even if there was nothing in any of them. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that.
0: Like I can see Nico being like that. But then yeah. again, he would probably be all, well, where is it? Where'd it yeah. go? Yeah. <laughs> where I, is have it? To,
2: I have to know what it is before I throw it to the side and grab the next box.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, with all the Christmas vibes and all that, definitely music is such a huge thing for me. So I wanted to hear about some of your favorite songs. And, and what you like to hear over the holidays. But for myself, I, I'm a huge Bing, uh, Bing Crosby fan. Or any, like, uh, Christmas tunes created in the 40s, 50s, uh, big band styles, some jazz. Um, Michael Buble works for me, too. But Josh doesn't seem to like him as much. So, uh, but going more modern, I am a huge fan of Pentatonics. Have you guys heard of them? Yeah. Yeah, Josh? Yeah. So for people who don't know, they're an acapella style. Uh, they have a pop sound, but they do play around with all sorts of genres. And their Christmas music in general is a lot of fun. Um, to me, it's absolutely essential to setting the mood to Christmas. And uh, oh, before I forget, my parents have this old LP record of uh, the chipmunks. And it's like the Christmas story but they do a bunch of songs in there. It's, it's one of my favorites, like one of the best things. So
1: that that's a cl- you- all you want for Christmas is a hula hoop.
0: Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was going to say that that's a, uh, that's a classic in our house too. with the chipmunks so
0: Oh, awesome. Well, what other music, Mike?
2: Well, I'm with you on most of pretty much everything you said. The classic are the best, right? With the big bands and it's full of music. Uh, I'm I'm not a fan of the newer stuff like Bieber and Kelly. I can't remember what her last name is. She's I think she sings Christmas in Red. Um, I know Sarah likes that stuff, so she puts it on. But eh, I, I'm much more into like the uh, the older stuff. Uh, but the number one Christmas house in this song that gets everybody dancing and singing every time is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. So that, oh, that, oh. that is the number one Christmas song, if you, uh, uh, in my opinion.
0: Really? Yeah. But
2: yeah. I, I will give an honorary second place uh, for the intro music of National Lampoon's Vacation, Christmas Vacation, because every time we watch that on Christmas Eve, to me the music that like starts that song is almost like the uh like the opening anthem of the main event like christmas is here it's finally here and this is the opening song to it you know what i mean so
0: yeah
2: yeah those are my favorites
0: what about you thomas
1: i'm old school my favorite christmas song is chuck berry's run run rudolph that's actually my favorite christmas song (laughs) Uh. But uh, um, I prefer instrumental Christmas music. Um, I sang so much when I was a kid. I know all traditional songs. I'd rather just hear it instrumental since I know all the words anyway. There you
0: go. So you can you can. Not, you're not really listening. Music.
1: You're not really listening to it because you you know what the song is anyway. So if you just have the music in the background, it's it's the same thing. Well, that's
0: funny because when I hear different versions of classic songs. I get agitated because I'm like, no, that's not where you're supposed to dip your voice low. Like, no, they changed it on me.
1: Especially if they changed the song.
0: Yeah, a little bit, right? But everyone yeah. puts a. that's the one thing I guess about Christmas music is everyone puts their spin on it. I think that's why I like the classics, right? Because that's where they come from, that's where their roots are, and... I'm all right with that, but yeah, you're you got a point there. Instrumental, you know, you make it your way, and this is this is the music, you sing it your way from there, right? So I,
1: I did hear one that that made me laugh the other day. the The monkeys actually came up with a Christmas album three years ago, and they came up with an album the year before. It actually did very well, but the Christmas album made the charts. It did well, but they actually covered a Paul McCartney song. Which I thought was hilarious being from the era of the monkeys and the Beatles. You hear the monkeys do one of the Beatles songs. But they covered the um the Paul McCartney Christmas tune. Oh, Simply good. having a wonderful Christmas day, the monkeys do it. I I laughed when I and they did a beautiful job. But I just thought it was hilarious being from that time period, hearing that group cover the Beatles, or so, or one of the Beatles. Oh that's crazy.
0: What about you, Josh? Well, no, it's I'm I'm not really a
3: Christmas so found out. No,
0: no, no, he's always turning it off on me.
2: Maybe a week before. I think you need to sit a little closer to the mic, Josh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we can't
3: hear you. I think if the music just starts too early everywhere, right? It's like maybe maybe a week before Christmas, I could deal with it a little bit better, but um, I don't know. It just gets to be too much.
1: Um, yeah, as soon as the Christmas decorations came down, the Christmas music started playing in some places.
3: Yeah, yeah uh Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I think they're pretty cool. Um when I was in high school, that's when I heard that there's a rock station I listen to and it's uh mostly instrumental and and like kind of a rock kind of sound, so that's kind of neat. Have you ever um, seen them live? I haven't. Have you?
2: Yeah, I went with uh I bought my mum tickets uh the last Christmas before COVID and we got to go see that show and
1: Oh, that's that, excellent. It
2: it is It is an amazing show. Like if you ever have the opportunity, I have no idea what it would be like nowadays with COVID, but it was very, I say interactive. It's not like I did anything, but I mean, like they were, (laughs) they were running up and down the aisles while they were playing. Like it's impossible to not get into the, into the music.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. I could see that because, you know, a performance is key, right? So I've heard it's a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're very much showmen, like They have very good showmanship. I guess that's how you'd say it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I like that. Well,
3: other than that, there's there's one album I really like, uh,
2: My Morning Jacket. They have a Christmas album. I
3: always listen to that one at least all the way through once at Christmas time. And we can't forget SpongeBob. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorites,
2: too. It always sticks in my head. So don't be a jerk. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is that what the YouTube link is in there? Uh, that's the youtube link you need to put okay when when the show's over i'll open it up (laughs)
0: okay (laughs) Uh, well well we're continuing on here i know i've heard a couple couple movies and shows but how about we share them all so uh thomas what about you favorite movie show well
1: the original grinch the animated version because boris karloff narrates it Like, when I was a little kid, he he was the mummy. He was the monster. So, to me, having him narrate it it has always been my favorite. And, of course, because I was born in 60, Rudolph, it came out in 65. That was the main show when I was a little kid. It was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We had the the soundtrack album. I just downloaded the soundtrack album so we could listen to it at Christmas time.
0: Yeah.
1: But that's about my favorite, those two. And I do really like um, the National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. That
0: one's really good. Yeah. I, I think if you don't like it, there's something wrong. <laughs> oh, come and fight me on that. Let's go. <laughs>
2: wow.
0: But, <laughs> Get us a break, guys. All right, Mike, Mr. Christmas Man, favorite, favorite movies or shows?
2: My number one Christmas movie is Elf. Really? Yeah, that is... <laughs> It is funny, funny. it is heartwarming (laughs) they save Christmas it is everything that a Christmas movie should be and it has Will Ferrell in it which makes it fantastic Uh, Okay Yeah After that, uh, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation uh, Muppets Christmas Carol is always a classic in this house I, I'm a fan of the Grinch. I like the Jim Carrey version of it. I do like the old one. It's just that I've seen it so many times. It's like I could pretty much narrate it, even though I only watch it for one month a year. Um, I do know they did come out with a new animated Grinch one, which I did quite enjoy. It, it's very different from the other Grinches, but it's, uh, I think it's good on its own. Um, but I have also fallen behind on my Christmas movies, like the new stuff that's coming out. Um, especially with like Netflix who can pump out like 10 of them a year. And I don't even realize that they have a new movie out until someone talks about it in January and I realize it missed it. But, uh, do you oh, guys have any that. suggestions on like what, what good, like, you know, Christmas movies that maybe came out in the last five years? Well, the Are Christmas you... Chronicles is really good with uh, Kurt Russell. That's oh really yeah, I good. haven't seen that yet. Yeah, that's good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's not too bad. I'm I don't mind them at all. Uh, there's this version called Klaus. Uh and it's an animated version, and that I really like that one. Uh, oh, I'm pretty sure it's a Netflix original. It's uh,
2: is that the uh the, the guy at the post post office, the yeah. the guy who ends up being Santa Claus is like uh, his wife died? Yeah. 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 yeah, okay. I know which one you're talking about. That is a good movie too, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's Ground that's hard. definitely one of my favorites there. Um, but the thing is, are you talking Hallmark movies? Because I can't stand Hallmark movies. Oh God,
1: no! We don't count those.
0: Okay, cool. (laughs) I'm sure I'm gonna get beat up by somebody for saying that too. But I just, do you know how many Hallmark movies have the same picture where the girls wearing the red, the boys wearing the green, they're standing in front of a Christmas tree, and it's the same. Same story. It's so, it's
2: so done. Sarah and I were talking about this week. Neither of us have ever seen a Hallmark Christmas movie. And we're like, now we, we're, we're probably going to watch one this year just because we're like, you know, it can't be this bad. Right? Like, yeah. they can't be pumping out this many terrible movies a year. So. Have you seen the books? It's two. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: it uh, so we'll have to watch them and see what we think.
0: Uh, I, I don't know about any other new movies, though. I have to be honest. Yeah, there's just too many coming out that I'm sitting there going. Aah. We watched another. What, what was that one? We watched it was a Dutch, Dutch movie. Oh,
3: oh, that was terrible. That
0: was terrible. But we, the kids, seemed into it. So.
3: Well, Fat Man.
0: Oh yeah, that, <laughs> Fat Man was pretty cool. But that's a adult only. Yeah. That's adults only. So.
3: Um, I, I did like Noel. I mentioned that on the group chat with. Uh, Anna Kendrick that's a good one came out a couple of years ago where she becomes Santa Claus Santa Claus's daughter yeah
0: that so was pretty good yeah that one is good
1: yeah
3: I
0: haven't
1: uh, seen Yeah. Now, the well, first Tim Allen one was pretty good with the Santa Claus well, yeah. after that, I, I lost interest in them
0: yeah totally uh, I could see that but I don't know if you've seen any of my favorites which would be Nightmare Before Christmas
1: I watched um, the other day yeah that was good
0: Yep, I fight me if you think it isn't a Christmas movie. Serious. Um, Batman Returns, the original Rudolph, the original Santa Claus is coming to town, Little Drummer Boy. I mentioned Klaus, Home Alone one and two, and Eight Crazy Nights. Like, definitely a good laugh with Adam Sandler. Yeah, that's a on good one. I watched
2: that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that that one's a pretty pretty good one. I've seen a lot of different animations like short stories uh mickey's once upon a christmas um also the mickey's christmas carol uh same with the muppets that one's definitely a, a good one to watch i usually like to rotate between mickey and the muppets every other year because same story but it's, it's a good time marley I really- and
3: marley <laughs>
0: uh-huh. <laughs> um but what about you josh
3: uh, just, just the usuals. they've all been mentioned already, but I think probably my favorite one, of course, is or Christmas vacation. Um, Elf, of course, is right up there, probably number two, and all three of the Grinches, and all the the creepy stop motion ones. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I do like the Grinches. I think they're all a lot of fun, and they have their own spins, which is really yeah. cool. But I feel overdone and right the, now. The
3: Burger Meister Meister Burger.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, is that the is that the one that Santa Claus coming to town where they go on like an acid trip in the middle of the movie?
3: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I yeah, always yeah. watch that one and that part always comes up on me and I'm always like, whoa, you know that? The, guy, the Raiders <laughs> just came back from break and they all just smoke a <laughs> ton of weed. and." Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, and
3: probably the, the worst Christmas movie I've ever seen. I made Amanda watch last year. The uh, Star Wars made for TV Christmas? Oh, I think we I think we mentioned it last year and last
2: year's show, but that was just the worst thing ever.
3: Sorry, what yeah.
2: what Christmas movie?
3: The Star Wars Christmas. It was like a nineteen late nineteen seventies
2: uh yeah. TV Christmas special. Yeah, I, I think I I think I've seen that one, yeah. It's infamously bad. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> well, speaking of movies then, so what defines a Christmas movie? In what I've been reading, uh, many sources, it has to carry two of three factors. Because I know some people might not agree with some of our choices of Christmas movies. So, uh, number one, it must be set during the holidays. Um, So, usually sometime in December. Um, Number two, must feature a prominent holiday character, whether directly or indirectly. And number three, a film must uh, feature one of the traditional Christmas themes, such as love, hope, generosity, faith, redemption, family, or fear. Uh, Before Halloween, scary stories were considered a uh, Christmas tradition, which I didn't think about that as much. But if you really think about it, the Christmas Carol is, in fact, like a, a ghost story. So it's meant it has fear in it. So I was kind of surprised at that, but then you kind of put two and two together. And you're like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. So
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Krampus, the story of Krampus. Right. So after the definitions above, let's ask the age old question. I'm sure it's been done time and time again, but gentlemen, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Let's discuss. So, Bruce Will-
1: Willis is in my Christmas cool. tree.
2: Well,
0: For- let's, let's. Is he really? Yeah. Oh. You know you know that
1: little scene where he's going through the duck work with his lighter? Yeah. Uh, Corrine and, oh, man, I blanked his Wes. name. Wes. Um, thank you, Mike. Sent all the podcasters these little ornaments five or six years ago, and I kept it. And yeah, every I, year I, I, we, I, we, I put we, it in.
2: Yeah, we still <laughs> have art on our tree.
0: <laughs> okay, but then that uh, to me that almost keeps it contradictory to your... Your uh, thoughts here, Mike? Do tell. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Why or why not? Uh
2: I uh, hmm. see. Like I'm even looking at your definitions, and I would almost say that based on your on your three things, I would say no.
0: Okay. Do you, do and do I tell? simply
2: say that because it's one of your one of your things is it must feature a prominent <laughs> holiday character.
0: Well, it has to be two to the three. Pardon that me. Is- it has to be two out of the three definitions.
1: Yeah, so but it qualifies I, then. I, it happens on Christmas Eve, and the ending is
2: hope and love. You see everybody. No, you know what? I I don't buy that. I know. <laughs> and this, this is why. This is why. You know what? I think it. I think it is a non-conventional Christmas movie, <clears throat> which is my essential way of saying that I don't think it's really a Christmas movie. It just happened to take place at Christmas, and I would say big part is because. I would agree for the most part with, uh, you know, what defines a Christmas movie. I would say that, you know, it needs to have, you need to save Christmas and you need to have some giant revelation in your life. And I would say that he did not save Christmas, not at least not in the sense of like, Hey, I saved Santa Claus because, you know, Rudolph couldn't, you know, there was no Rudolph and Rudolph came along, whatever. No Christmas was saved in the magical sense like that. bunch lives. But Yeah. But I mean, isn't that like the theme of every action movie is to keep people alive? That's not really a Christmas I, theme. That's more of just, you know, survival. In all honesty,
1: I don't believe it's a Christmas movie at all, but I like saying it just to just to tick people off.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because <And, laughs> it's
1: not it's got nothing. It happens on Christmas Eve. There's nothing Christmasy about it.
2: Yeah. And there's no <laughs> then there's there's no major Christmas revelation either. Right. Like he said at one point, oh, you know, tell my wife if I die. By the way, I rewatched this the other day so that I could, you know, speak, you know, somewhat well on this subject. But like at one point when he thinks he's going to die, he tells him, you know, you know, tell my wife I love her, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, that's not really a Christmas thing. If any of us knew that we were going to that there was a high probability that we were going to die in the next 15 minutes, would we not want to tell our loved ones that we love them? which pretty much means it has nothing to do with Christmas. It has to do with dying. Okay. okay.
0: So, yeah. Interesting thought there. So, uh, Thomas, I'm assuming you agree with most of what Josh, or uh, not Josh, Mike said, yeah. uh, or <laughs> do you course. have any other points to add to that?
1: You know, unless hands was falling off the tower, hanging onto a Christmas tree, that's the only way he would, he would qualify. But no, it's, it's I, I've never considered it a Christmas movie, but it, the whole thing of people arguing about it is fun. And the fact that I have that little ornament, it just makes it even funnier.
0: Okay. Yeah. Very good. Very good. What about you, Josh? Uh,
3: uh, I don't know. Mike's kind of turning me around. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to say, yeah, because it does fall into your, into your uh, mold of the Christmas movie. I heard nothing. But you know, I can't argue with someone like explains these But then I wonder too, like you said, Batman One is a Christmas movie, and I never ever no, thought Batman
0: about Batman
2: Two or Batman Two. No, number one. Two. Two. Batman oh, no. Returns
0: is okay. number, two.
2: number two. Yeah, the one with Robin in it. Yeah, that's right.
0: Oh no, you're th- you're thinking.
3: I was thinking number one because it was all the snow in it. Isn't that a Christmas movie?
0: I, I'm no, I'm talking about. Um... I guess I need
3: to rewatch the
2: Batman. The one with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze.
0: Okay, that that's not that's, that's
2: the first not, one, isn't it? No, that's the yep. second one.
0: Oh my goodness, guys!
1: The first one is with Catwoman. Oh, Jack Nicholson, isn't
3: it? No, oh, no, that- no, no, the, the Joker. <laughs> the Joker. The
0: first one's Jack Nicholson with as the Joker. Then the second one has Penguin and yes. Catwoman, yes. and that is solely during Christmas time. Right.
3: Okay. Okay. Yes, I know that's redemption. what I was picturing, but okay. it's, the but Batman
2: save Christmas.
3: It just happens to take place at Christmas time.
0: Come on now.
2: Isn't it? <laughs> I feel like Amanda feels personally attacked now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's way more more Christmas vibes in in Batman. You know what I mean? Like more
3: than more than uh, Die Hard.
0: More than Die Hard, absolutely. Maybe not a um. So what, not as
1: many people die in the Batman movies as Die Hard.
0: No, it's it's not even that. There's there's a whole process of character building and you know he's trying to um basically even though catwoman is the bad girl he's trying to to save her in her own way during the christmas season plus you know penguin had a really sad story about abandonment because of his hideous figure and um you know they they talk and it goes to this whole thing about how he's going to take away all the children right and like it was a it was a whole twisted theme but it is a theme that kind of goes in there and then Batman ends up saving the children and in fact saves everybody right and it but it has more comical features of uh classic Christmas characters in it and like the presents and the snow and like there's a lot more focus on that whereas Um, Die Hard set in LA. Yeah, it's a Christmas party. There's a, a scene where he brings the first dead terrorist and he writes like ho 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 <laughs>
3: on a like, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's right. But, you know.
3: I don't know. Isn't it, is it a
2: Christmas movie? So, Amanda, do you think that Die Hard's a Christmas movie?
0: And based on the topics that are the two out of the three features, it does have a redemption because he's trying to redeem himself with his wife and his family. He goes there and he botches it within the first, you know, half an hour of talking to his wife. And then his wife basically falls in love with him again, knowing what kind of a great cop he is, trying to save them all. But it lacks the luster of the holiday spirit, you know, other than the ho, ho, ho. And the fact that it landed on Christmas.
2: Yeah, and the odd I mean, random ref- Christmas reference.
0: The odd, yeah, the odd Christmas reference. If if they did more puns, kind of like the gippy kye, eh, emmer. I was saying that too. You, know, you can't
1: <laughs> You say know
0: what I mean? You know what I mean? If they had changed that to a, a Christmas pun. Like
1: ho ho mother.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something <laughs> like that. I think it would have been a little bit more, like, comical that you could call it a Christmas movie.
2: Yeah. But or am it, even...
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't so know.
2: You're, you're right. And that actually just got me on a thought because he says right at the beginning he accuses McLean of being a cowboy. And I yeah. just wonder, was is there a Christmas reference they could have used instead?
0: Oh, totally.
2: Right? Like, I don't and, know what
0: his it's... his true redemption point of getting his wife back really wasn't... Like, I love you, Merry Christmas, I want our family, like, come home, nothing like that. They And they could have totally changed the kids' scene, too, where they were saying, just come home, like, you know, add a couple qualms, like, or quotes here and there saying, you know, oh, you know, come home for Christmas, Daddy, we miss you, or something.
2: Yeah, um, come home for Christmas, yeah.
0: Come home for Christmas, you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, They could have amped it up a lot more. Oh, Yeah. Uh, but in all intents and purposes, if we were going by the two out of three rule, it does have it. Would I ever watch it in my Christmas list or ever again? Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
0: know what? It's not bad for an 80s action movie.
2: No, it, it's a good movie. It, just because it's not a Christmas movie doesn't mean it's not a good movie.
0: I, it was my first time watching it, though. So, I mean, I'm sure I probably would have enjoyed it more you know 10 15 years ago even i've yeah. probably gotten more vibes from it but now that i've seen like there's a lot of great action movies like i i don't have any problems with the classics don't get me wrong one of my favorite movies from arnold schwarzenegger is conan the barbarian like i get it he grunts it's really bad acting and sonya Red Song yet again. Another, it's a bad act, acting movie, but uh, I do enjoy classics. But this was not one of my favorites for Bruce Willis at all. So, what can I say? <laughs> I don't know. So, are we saying? How many are saying yay?
2: All in favor.
0: All in favor. Yay. I will. I yay. will give a yay.
2: All and opposed. All opposed. Nay.
0: <laughs> all right. Three to one. Die Hard is technically a Christmas movie, but take it as you will. Enjoy the holidays as you see fit, ladies and gentlemen. And if, like Mike's right?
1: non traditional Christmas movie. Yeah. Well that's just
0: I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. No, well, I, I can go with that, but it's definitely I can see how a bunch of single guys hanging out watching a Christmas movie, like that how that would fit their their vibe. I can Oh, I that.
2: would watch Elf with anybody.
0: <laughs>
2: because <laughs> Elf is a is a fantastic movie. It's funny. <laughs> it's great for adults. It's great for children. Probably I shouldn't be watching it with my children, but I do anyway. So if
1: you put on a formal movie, I would I would leave. I'd go to the garage, have a cigarette, walk the dog. I wouldn't even watch it. It's just <laughs> I get
0: it. I get it. I don't yeah. know. Elf has never been my favorite and I don't know why. I I, I get it. They save Christmas. He's very childlike and he has a, there's a lot of adult puns, but it's still kid friendly. I, I, and I love the baby. It's cold outside song. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite songs. Yeah. You know, but. (sighs) eh.
2: Yeah. I, and you know what? That's the greatest part about living when, when and where we do right now, we're all out our own opinions about whether we like a movie or not. (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. I but I
2: that. am going to have to watch, and I looked it up. It's Batman Returns from 92. Yes. I am going to watch it hopefully before our next episode. We'll see if it is a Christmas movie or not.
0: Yeah. And we'll I, get
2: the I, mic rating.
0: There we go. We'll get the <laughs> mic rating for Christmas movies. Yeah. All <laughs> righty. Well, gentlemen, thank you for joining us this evening. Really excited that uh, we've gone through a whole year. Of Josh and I being on the show officially. So I think we started sometime in the, in November officially. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. When I remember
1: stuff like
2: this, Josh. I, you I know you you've been notes. on for, I know you've been at least a year at this point, but I at don't remember exactly year. when you started. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's definitely been a year. So it's been a fun year. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to give a shout out to you guys. Um, you know, Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun creating content with you. And I've got to meet some of you this year, a couple of you. I still need to. Uh, And it's been awesome. So, I mean, uh, cheers and looking forward to the new year and what it brings. And excited to move forward with you guys. So shout out to you all. Thank you. Thanks. What about you, Josh? Do you have any any shout outs? There we go.
3: Thanks for talking to me every two weeks
1: we know you get lonely josh you know until amanda came along you know life was bad (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh what about you thomas do you have any shout outs
1: i like to give my shout out to my mom every christmas um I wouldn't be here talking to you if it wasn't for my mom, because um, she supported me in shooting sports over the years. She bought me my first two Kui rifles, encouraged me to join the range, and still so loves to come and shooting with me. Actually, my mom loves bench, rest my uh, my 1022, and she's kind of ticked off that the liberals banned the magazine that she bought me a few years ago. Uh, and a lot of my gears uh, I got from my, my mom, like um, my red dots, shooting mats, ears, gloves, um, since I was a teenager. So. Mom was actually kind of surprised this year that I asked for a Bluetooth speaker instead of some gear. She's like, Seriously, you want a speaker? You don't need a knife or something for shooting? I said, No, Mom, give me a speaker. So she was very happy I asked for a non shooting Christmas present this year. Oh, that's
0: cool. She goes, Are you feeling okay? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, Mom, I'm sure. I'm kind of geared out.
1: <laughs> I'm geared out. I work at a gun store. I get anything I want at a really good price, you know, that. but give me a speaker.
0: Well, there you go. you go. What about you, Mike? Shout outs?
2: Uh, well, I just wanted to mention that uh, next, our next recording date, we'll be skipping it because it'll land right in the middle of the holidays. Yeah. Um, but when we come back, we'll be talking about our New Year's resolutions. So if any of our listeners want to share their resolutions, whether they want to talk about the things they accomplished this year or... Th- Things that they hope to accomplish in 2022. uh Feel free to write them in to us. You can send them by email at host at newshootercanada.ca, our Facebook page, or the comment section on new at newshootercanada.ca. But my shout out this year is just to Sarah. I can't wait to spend the holidays with you and the kids. Oh,
0: that's so sweet. Oh, I, that, I
2: love it. Well, they're such adorable looking little kids, you know, like little
1: Layla. You just want to pick her up and hug her. She's so cute.
0: What happened our kids? They couldn't something happen. I'm joking, I'm joking. They're still adorable in their own way, but they're a lot of fun. But I really miss that age. I yeah. Really the younger age is, Josh is like, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, well you know, like you
2: said, like you said, there's a difference between your two boys when they're opening presents in, on Christmas morning, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can understand that.
0: Well, yeah. About the magic of yeah. so uh, last year he helped me and so that was a lot of fun now this year could be a little different but we are going to find a way so that he can help me create that magic for him yeah. so but unfortunately because he's such a smart inquisitive person um, that kind of ruined it a little early for him but you know uh, I'm glad that I can incorporate it in some way whereas the other ones have no clue they yeah. love the magic of Christmas the way it is, and let's keep it that way. So I feel like that's probably a big thing, I think, this year. That's been a struggle. But yeah. I, yep. I really enjoy it. So you don't have much time left. Enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy yep. that period. So, well, until next time, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Um, Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. To everyone Best who, yes, yes, all.
2: Best of best for the rest of us.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, go ahead and shoot like a girl.
3: Choose your caliber wisely.
2: Keep your barrels pointed downrange and smoking. Time spent at the range is time spent with family. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate oh, you being welcome. here with us.
0: <laughs> Bye now. Bye Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or feedback you may have, or if you just want to call shenanigans. You can contact us at host at newshootercanada.ca or through our Facebook page. The way look, I like the shiny steel and the polished wood. I don't care if they're big or small. They're for sale I want
3: them all. I like guns. I like guns. I like guns.